but I was not, um, I do not remember being angry directly at him. So. You were. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think that I was angry at all. I was having a very good, good night. It was written all over your face. Just. <laughs> Grumpy. My I don't name is like Gus this. I'm grumpy. Grumpy Gus. Shut up. No, I'm not. Yeah, I am. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> Please. Where, where is this, though? I want to find it. Are we recording? Yeah. Are we? Mm-hmm. No. I would like to know. I would like to see it. I would like to see it. Where's League City at? Oh, I know where League City is. Wow, do you? Yeah. Um, where, how do I get to maps? I want to. It's on the, the hospital. Hmm? The hospital? What? Are you no, no, no. No, no, no. That was just different stories that I was looking at. Oh. Um, but I would like to I would like to see it. Where the fuck is maps? I'm just gonna Google Maps. I can tell you exactly where it is. I, I know League City. No. I do. No. I do. No. Tell me. I where wanna it is. see it on the map. No, I will explain I, it. I wanna to see you. it on the map. Uh, well I'm not gonna tell it to you now because it's part of my story. What? You already told me part of your story? No, I, I know no, it's I in League City. <laughs> it's not, not even anything. I know everything about your story now. Whatever. It's in League City. Um, anyways. Ooh, that's cool. It's Clara Harris. Who, I already did that, that one. That? You already did that. Yeah, why would I do another one? Because it's in League City. That's, no. It's the only place that people are murdered. Who's the, the, the dentist that died? David Harris. Oh, yeah. That's what you were just talking about. Um, no. Yep. Anyways, um, how was your weekend? <laughs> oh, it was good. <laughs> we're actually recording on the day that this will actually come out because it's airing. Yeah. We're a little delayed Chris, on Chris my is part. Garbage. Yeah. Um, we had a very interesting Friday night celebrating the birth of our dear friend Tony. Tony. Um, he left earlier than everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> he was like first one out. He's like, oh, bye. He's like, it's um. It's like, hey guys, it's eight forty-five. <laughs> After he got there at seven forty-five. <laughs> I just wanted to. I just. Are we gonna wrap this up soon? I gotta go by nine. I'm just heading out. Just heading out. Uh, he was actually a special guest on our um, cocktails with Chris. Cocktails with Chris. Yes, it was quite quite fun to have him uh, help me make drinks, and those were some drinks. <laughs> they were tasty. They were just a lot. <laughs> I don't know that I would have that as a first drink. Yeah, I wouldn't either. That would definitely be something I have to already be, um, I have already <laughs> had to have libations. <laughs> have to be, this is a technical term. Um, white girl wasted. wasted yes, Te- very technical. It's used by doctors around the world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. consequently, white girl. Yeah. Weird that that, that happens. That's, I, I didn't think they were equivocal, but. Equi- equivocable? Equivocal. Equivocable? Equivocable or equivocal? Equivocal. Equivocable? I don't fucking know. <laughs> I, the you, same. you know that I am not good at English. My lady. <laughs> Just same. So why the fuck would I be equivocal? Equivocal. Well, because you questioned me. <laughs> because I didn't know. I I had my own personal doubts. <laughs> I was watching videos earlier about people that are missing. Because that's what I do. You're like, who? Where are they? <laughs> Should we go find them? Um, Cindy, she's missing. <laughs> Cindy, I'm missing. She was. The guy was like, uh, you could see in the video that he's disorientated. I was like, ew, that's not fucking right. <laughs> Disoriented. Disoriented. And he said disorientated. Yes. I love that. I was like, so, 
where are you you live in the Midwest and don't read books? What the fuck? This is disgusting. But and then, then I'm like equivocable. And then you listen <laughs> you listen to our podcast. We're like Milady, and then all all words ever that are in different languages. And we're just like, what? <laughs> what are these? Uh, this says per, Paris. Pa- Paris. Paris. Per, so Paris. We're gonna go with Paris. 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 Yeah. Paris Hilton. <laughs> Stop. And that could be two different people. It could. <laughs> you, you never okay. know. <laughs> you never know. I cannot. I think back to Perez Hilton. Yeah. And why was that a thing that people I don't were know. Like, interested in? That was in like mid two thousands, right? And that everyone was like, "Look at this flaming gay boy go around and like yell at people." <laughs> well, I mean, even in the same vein of like Paris Hilton, she was famous for what? Nothing. Nothing. Bye. Having a sex video. Yeah. She, I mean, she was Well, the that's Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian. <laughs> and Kim Kardashian is still popular. I don't like it. I, I still don't understand how this is a thing. I don't. I you like still watch all the Kardashian videos and stuff. No, I just want to hear Courtney say that Kim people, there, there are people that are dying. I love, And especially because that gif is so relevant nowadays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like anytime anyone complains about like, oh, I didn't get to, my order didn't get out fast enough or, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's just like, Kim, there are people that are dying. Like, yeah. <laughs> I lost my earrings <laughs> in the ocean. <laughs> it's my diamond earring. Listen, I will. I will admit that there are entertaining moments, mm-hmm. but I would never sit through a whole episode. Mm-hmm. I don't have. The well, that's Savannah used to watch the Jersey Shore, and I. I'm, nope. I mean, a person that I know used to watch the Jersey Shore. We'll we'll cut that out. <laughs> she still watches. <laughs> oh, I, I, I. Every single time that like VH1 would air the like uh, Mike, the situation and whatever, and Vinny or whoever it was that were doing the dating show, double takes or whatever it was called. Oh yeah. Um, double takes of of. of where they're in Vegas them. and their girlfriends. Yeah. Come back. And I was like, oh my god, I can't believe that anyone used to watch Jersey Shore. And she's like, <laughs> purses lips. <laughs> Me. <laughs> <laughs> Like, with that, I can't even think of anything that's, like, funny that I would quote from it. No. I mean, the only funny character that was, like, semi-funny was Snooky. And that was the only... We got gifts from Snooky back when we were in high school and college. And that was... Well, did we have gifts in high school? No. I don't think we did. I think that was mostly college that gifts, like, that's when you became to, wildly like, popular. Make your own emojis out of... <laughs> Forward slashes and periods. Yeah, exactly. Oh, memories. And then I remember whenever iPhone was like, look, we got emojis. And then like my Google phone would just be like, question mark. Question yeah. mark. I, t- I don't think until like probably 2012 like or something like that. Mine was like 2014 or 2015. That well, like I, would I could actually see them. First. Oh, yeah. I mean, but before that, I was like, who the fuck needs an emoji? Why would you use an emoji? And now I'm like, emojis everywhere. Like, this is some weird kind of anime shit. What's that? You don't need to use an emoji. But now people are, like, so weird about, like, not hurting people's feelings over text messages that they're like, oh, let me just throw in an LOL in there just to make sure that they know I'm not serious. Oh, I begin every text message with LOL. (laughs) LOL, this. And, like, I normally do it, like, after every sentence, too. It's like, it's like my period. It's like, LOL, LOL. Uh, Lots of love. (laughs) Lots of love. I'm just putting lots of love out there. But, yes. Oh, we had this discussion on Friday. Do you remember this? (laughs) LOL. Is it laugh out loud, laughing out loud, or uh, lots of laughs? Laughing out loud. Yeah, that's what I think, but... I think that Ben was under the impression that it was lots of laughing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we were all saying different things, and I couldn't tell if anyone was serious. Ben was serious. <laughs> I think he might have been. He was absolutely serious. <laughs> oh, boy. I don't, know. I, I don't know who was serious for that. Oh, man. That's, that's going to bum, bum me out until we find out the answer, whether mm-hmm. or not he was serious. It's definitely laughing out loud. L-M-A-O, loving my own uses. 
Loving your own what? Uses. That's that a I'm you. At. That's a you. What? Yeah. Uses. Loving. U S E. Yes. What? No. <laughs> I couldn't think of another word. For you. <laughs> Loving my own urologist. Why are you using a U? It's L M A O. It's true. <laughs> Laughing, no, loving mine. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Where's the U? I don't know. Michael with the B. Where's the B? There's it's, the B? It's, it's Kark. <laughs> Mark with a C. Kark. Mm. Oh, God. Uh, not only do we not know words, but apparently I can't spell. Can't spell either. Know my own uses. Where is the U? Okay, then I couldn't think of another U. Why is there a U? <laughs> <laughs> Why is there a U? <laughs> oh, that uh, was good. That is some classic shit. <laughs> laughing my ass uh, oof. <laughs> Are you doing O and A instead? O uh, and U. Uh, oh, you. Uh, laughing my ass oof. <laughs> Ass oof, 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 oof. Oof, yeah. Laugh <laughs> my ass oof. That's how Germans would say it. Laugh my ass oof. Laughing my ass oof. That's accurate. Um, anyways, Perez Hilton. <laughs> we took a large turn. Perez Hilton. Uh, yes. P-H-R. It's a P-H. Perez. Uh, no, I thought that, like, I used to, like, get on his sites because they was always, I mean, that was, like, when I was, like, dabbling in being gay. And I was always, like, oh, he's got these pictures of Zac Naked Efron or, you know. Yeah, exactly. And it's, like, oh, I have to see that. Like, I kind of want to know, like, what they, what, what it is. And it was always, like, fake bullshit or Photoshop or whatever thing that he had going on. But, I mean, it was still, like, that was, like, a start of. This is of, what gays do. Yeah, this is, like, start of gay culture. Yeah. So, um, I don't know why we got on that topic to begin with, but we did. Paris. 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 Yes, that's mm -hmm. why. Yeah. That's, I don't know why we were on that topic either. But yeah, that's, that's pretty great, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Um, you want to tell me about Big Bones? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let me pull it up real fast because I'm not logged into my Gmail. Look, this is the first time that I'm not prepared. I'm never prepared, so. Yeah. I'm disappointed. In yeah. Whatever. Big Bones. Woof. Ooh, my internet is not working either. Um, yes. So should I look it up? No. What's going? Do, 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 do. And we've got the script for this. I mean, a, a normal. We're this, just having a conversation. I'm pulling this out of the back of my head. Yeah. Uh, a recent Gallup poll shows that Americans have reported feeling stress, worry, and anger at the highest levels in over a decade. While we are growing more and more aware of the effects of stress on our bodies and minds, we may not have considered the effects that our stress can have on our pets. According to a 2019 study, there is a synchronization between stress hormones in humans and their dogs. If you're a dog parent, you probably already know that your pup is very good at reading body language and can quickly pick up on how you're feeling. We're always working to reduce our own stress in any way that we can, but what about the anxiety that we may have passed on to our dogs? Baked Bones has a solution. CBD has been shown to help reduce stress and anxiety in both humans and dogs, and Baked Bones has your dog covered. 
made from organic human-grade ingredients and full-spectrum hemp oil, their bones may offer some relief to your anxious pup. Check out bakedbones.com for more information on CBD for dogs and other benefits it may provide. Ooh, got my benefits. Baked Bones offers free shipping on all orders over $25, and you can save 15% now with promo code SPOOPY15. SPOOPY15. S-P-O-O-P-Y-1-5. Baked Bones is LGBTQ owned and operated and is based in Houston, Texas. Baked Bones proudly donates 10% of all profits to no-kill shelters in the United States. Baked Bones. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> Baked Bones has actually uh, helped quite a few of my friends' dogs now. So uh, I just sent a, a little gift to my uh, god dog down in Gonzales, Texas. Um, and he, his name's Tater, and he has been enjoying these Baked Bones. And her, his mom has been enjoying uh, the fact that he's on Baked Bones as well because it has mellowed him the book out. Yeah, look at that. <clears throat> exactly. I just gave him one ten minutes ago, and he is He's out. resting. We are loving that. He's just a nice, chill, relaxed vibe. I actually have to re, uh, re, re, reorder. reorder, yeah. I just ran out after this last, like, bout of thunderstorms because of Hurricane Hannah. 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 Hey. It's hurricane season. This hey. is terror for oh. me. Yeah. This is the one ter- <laughs> The way that most people feel about <laughs> October is how I feel about uh, what is it? August. March July. through August. <laughs> no, June. June. Hurricane season doesn't start until June. June through November. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Typical. But July and August are like the, the big months. Yeah. And right now we've got like five things coming off of Africa that are just like... <laughs> wouldn't it just suck if it got wet? Wouldn't it, wouldn't it be just so weird if we were just like, it's a hurricane? What <laughs> I like to talk about actually is... Because uh, someone Savannah made a comment like last week. She's like, oh, we're only on H. And I was like... We're on I. Well, now we're on I, but but you have to remember that Hurricane Harvey happened at the end of August, and that was an H. Yeah. <laughs> so the fact that we're in that, be- we just got to August now. And didn't, like, I think the year that Harvey hit, didn't they get into, like, well, got to start over. Let's do A again. I don't think 2017, 2017 had a lot of big hurricanes. I don't think it had, had many. I think it was, like, last year or the year before that had, like, so many that we just had to start over. <clears throat> They're like... Allison, again. Again, let's do Allison. <laughs> Start over. I just want good names. like. Um... Well, they retire like the big name storms. Yeah. Like Katrina's never going to get used again. Harvey's never going to get used again. So. Sandy. Yeah. Irma. Was it Irma last year? Irma and Maria? Yeah. Yes. It was H-I-M. Him. <gasps> Where's Rhonda? Rhonda? Where's she at? Hurricane Rhonda. <laughs> Hurric- She's going to come in. With- <laughs> what if? The rain is Bud Light. I can't um, wait for there to, to be a Hurricane Dixie. I don't think they'll. Use I don't feel, I don't think so either. Like, there's some fumes. Hurricane Dixie. <laughs> like it's headed for Florida. Takes the entire route back and goes to Africa. <laughs> Honestly, just like goes stop. <laughs> then goes up the middle of the Atlantic. <laughs> Here I am. <laughs> Fizzles out. This hot like, ass mess. Oh, nobody even saw me. <laughs> It's like, oh, Lord, she's coming. Oh, Lord, she's going that way. That's well, a big bitch. Well, wasn't it like Hurricane Sandy or something like that that went up from New York and went over the United Kingdom? Did it make that up? Ireland? Maybe? It was a hurricane that did that. I don't know. But sometimes they do hit in St. John. That's awesome. And, and uh, Newfoundland and uh, Nova Scotia. Yeah. That's crazy. But there, it's not like... It's really windy. It's like... 
It's raining. It's it's raining. But a is lot it more, always raining? A lot yes. more than usual. <laughs> it's not sprinkling. It's actually raining. There is a lot of rain coming down. Oh, I just realized. Never mind. Sorry, that was stupid. But <laughs> I realized that I literally have the script like on a Word document <gasps> on my computer, and normally I just go to my Gmail for on my phone when we're on Ruby Podcasts and uh, blah blah blah. Well, speaking of Ruby Podcasts, you want to tell them? Oh, yeah. Uh, we are uh, transforming. Um, transforming. We're evolving here at the Our Spoopy family. It's so weird. Um, we're splitting. We are. Well, like, yeah, in a, this is, what is that called? A schism. No. Schism? No. What if spell, spells, spells do when they spell? Mitosis. We're mitosising. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mitosising. So there's now a Our Spoopy podcast fully separate from Our Spoopy podcast. We are now in charge of two podcasts. As if we weren't already to begin with, but now it's like two separate podcasts. Yes. So check it out. It's our Rupee Podcast at ourrupeepodcast.com. Our Rupee Podcast on Facebook. Uh, still working on Instagram and Twitter. I haven't put those up yet. And oh, all of our files are being transferred over. So now you can listen on your uh, desired platform at our Rupee Podcast. So make sure you go to whatever place that you are looking and listening to your podcast at, whether or not that is. Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Mm. Stitcher. Stitcher? I barely know her. (laughs) Do we have any listeners from Stitcher? (laughs) Moment of silence for that joke. I can't get over that. (laughs) Both podcasters cancel now just because... Just just flip the table. We're out. (laughs) (laughs) Then Let's Talk About Gay Stuff doesn't get the board. Oh, no, I just broke my computer. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, then what computer are they going to use? Gestures My wildly. Old <laughs> the old one that deletes the content after yes. every week. It's like you guys have to do your podcast all over again. Hey. I made it do them twice. Yeah. I made them do it twice. That was that was a full podcast, though. At least with, whenever I messed up, it was only 20 minutes. That's true. <laughs> Which was basically our entire podcast. That was my birthday. Happy birthday to me. <laughs> I was late to my own birthday party, and I was already there. Thomas was talking earlier about, or no, maybe it was yesterday. Because my birthday's on Thursday. Yes. Um, and he was like, I need you to fall somewhere between Chris and Tony. And I was like, what do you mean? He was like, because Chris talks about his birthday from the beginning of June until the end of June. Uh-huh. And Tony doesn't talk about his birthday at all. At all. So I need you to do like so a So I week. need you to give me a little bit of, I need you to let me know what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And Chris is like, let me have seven parties, uh, lots of pizza, lots of wine and cheese. Uh, make sure everyone's gathering, except I didn't get to do that this year because we social distance and we were proper. Mm-hmm. But every other year, it's a big shit show. It's a, it's a lot. And I even celebrate my birthday on Pride. Like, Pride is like, oh, everyone's it's celebrating my birthday. This, this is, is me. 14 days later. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Hey, there was one year that it was only like seven days because it was like on the 19th or something. And I'm like, hmm. This is the same week of my birthday. <laughs> this is my birthday. <laughs> it is my birthday. Now. I haven't slept <laughs> since my birthday. Well, most of the time, like especially with like friends out of town, I'm like, okay, well, don't come into my go, don't come into town on my birthday. Come into town on Pride because I want to celebrate Pride with you instead. So like we all get together and celebrate my birthday on Pride at the same time. Why not both? You know? <laughs> Why not both? <laughs> Why not both? You know? um, I was under the impression that maybe I would be able to have a non like extensively social distance birthday this year mm-hmm. because I was like. Have it started in March. We'll be fucking we'll, done by August. Hopefully done. Here we are. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. Thank you, Worse Donald J. Trump. <laughs> so no, I'm just like, please, sir, can I 
Can I have three friends in a pizza? Can I please have some people come to my place? Just the same ones that I see all the time. I'm not asking for much here. Please. I need it. We'll all wear a mask and I'll change the air filter as soon as they leave. We'll do everything properly. Thank you. Well, there was a lot of places that were doing like the... Um, or a lot of countries that didn't have as much shit going on as us that were like, you could have 10 people, but they need to be, be the same 10 people that you see all the time. They're like your, your 10 people buddy system kind of thing. Whereas like, yeah. don't let anyone else inside your system. And I was like, that's not a bad idea, but I don't trust humans. True. <laughs> so no, but I'd be like, <clears throat> well, this one person will infect me to these groups. And then I, so I'll just pick that one person mm -hmm. and hang out with them. So that's one person. <laughs> There's an, and then there's 10 different groups and not 10 different people. Yes. Yeah. So it's 42,000 people. Yeah, exactly. Well, then I was thinking, okay, how many people have I been around? I mean, I've got the Let's Talk About Gay Stuff podcast and you and Ben and then Savannah, Aaron, and Nick. So is that that's about that's just under 10, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Look at me. I have been social distancing since the beginning of March. <laughs> Before that, too. <laughs> See, I think your problem is... <clears throat> <laughs> they love to hang out with people. Uh, no. No. <laughs> Savannah hates people. Savannah's like, night at home, stay up until two, play Animal Crossing, or have a mild conversation with somebody for 20 minutes. Animal Crossing. No. 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 <laughs> a hard pass at the people. <laughs> that is very accurate. Uh, yeah. Have a mild conversation with Chris for 20 minutes. Aaron, Animal Crossing. No. <laughs> no. Uh, both of us just like sitting heads this far apart from each other. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> Typing to each other in the game. Yeah, we do that. It's creepy. I love it. It's fun. Oh my God. What you a... know, I'm going to have to get used to not being in the same room as Thomas, and it's going to be weird. You're going to be in a different... Oh, because we'll have more you'll rooms. have a house. Yeah. Have a full, full ass house. Like, I could be upstairs, and he could be not even on the same altitude. This is going to be you. You're going to be sitting on, on the, the, the couch and be like, Thomas? Thomas? <laughs> Thomas, where are you? <laughs> See, my, when I was a kid, when I was a kid. You mean mind. like two years now, ago? <laughs> my mom still whistles for her, me and my brother if she's uh -huh. trying to get her attention, so I have to learn how to whistle loudly. Like, Thomas, come here. Are you are you still okay? <laughs> hey, um, I just wanted to know when you planned on coming downstairs. You're you're, it's going to be the same way that you like call your mom about like any like little random thing. You'll be like, Thomas? Thomas, hey. when was the last time we changed the air filter? Uh, yesterday. I, oh. just, I just spilled some salt on the floor, but don't worry. I've already cleaned it up. But you didn't respond, Thomas. <laughs> what do you think about that? <laughs> uh, well, clean it up. Oh, God, you're okay. I already did. Don't worry. Oh, God, you're okay. Okay. <laughs> Can you come here? <laughs> uh, I love that we're saying that, but I don't think that's it's uh, an over-exaggeration. not entirely <laughs> fictional. <laughs> It's definitely a possibility. <laughs> I think the the real problem is, is that, I mean, when he's working late mm -hmm. now, he's still just like right over there. Yeah. But when he's working now, late now, you have to go search around the, the house. Office. Yeah. The office or in the living room. And I'm like, <clears throat> or you'll be in bed and be like, huh, where is he? <laughs> oh, please. I don't go to bed until he goes to bed. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, you please. have to come. <laughs> I am not going to bed until you come through. I have one toe in and I'm like, Get over here! <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm waiting. <laughs> How dumb. 
I love that. Wow. Wow. You want to talk about this poop? Yeah, we, we had a nice little like jaunt into a lot of conversation uh, today, and I love that. Let's go into some soupy things. Let's jump into it, because mine has something to do with kind of like me moving. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to talk about The Watcher. It's my turn, right? Yeah, you're, you're first, yeah. The Watcher. Have you heard of The Watcher? I have not, no. So, Is it like The Witcher? Did you watch The Witcher? No, you didn't watch The Witcher. You don't That's watch things like game. that. It's also a Netflix thing now. That, that came out at like the beginning of the pandemic, and everyone was like, oh my god, let's watch The Witcher! And Henry Cavill, Cavill? Cavill. Henry Cavill. Uh, <laughs> chef's uh, kiss. <laughs> give it a 10 out of 10. <laughs> I watched him put a computer together. That was uh, weirdly sexually arousing. Mm-hmm. I watched that as well. Twitter was raving about it. <laughs> I, it was. I saw a bunch of <clears throat> be like, uh, celebrities are like people too, and it's celebrities and their babies. Yeah. And then Henry Cavill in that computer. <laughs> just a computer. Uh, yeah, he uh, apparently is a gamer as well. Not a gamer, but like a gamer. And apparently, like he likes to do like little Twitch things where he'll jump on like League of Legends. And because he plays League of Legends, I think it's him. I think I'm talking about the right person. I uh, tried to do League of Legends. Oh my god, I was so bad at it. Either. But because whenever I played it, because you have to play with like a bunch of random people online, and whenever I played it, you, when you start out, everyone else is much stronger than you. So all you do is die. Like yeah. <laughs> that's all you do. And so like I would just go, and people are like, "Oh my god, look at this noob!" And they just keep going after the noob. And it's like, okay, well I can't get better if you guys keep killing me. Like, <laughs> that's not how this works. And so then the people who are already good just keep killing everyone. I don't know. If you understand League of Legends, please go to rsvpodcast.com. Give Chris some pointers because he's just terrible. I am just terrible. So I just couldn't get around it. And also I hated the idea that the, like, the games, whenever you play them, they're like 45 minutes long. And then you can get banned if you leave them. <laughs> like... If, if someone calls you and you have to, like, leave all of a sudden or, like, you need to go do something and you log off or anything like that in the middle of a game, they'll ban you. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I never got that far into it. <laughs> wow. You didn't get very far at all. No. <laughs> uh, anyways. I don't really like playing with other people. Oh. Uh, I like doing I my, own thing. my own like thing. Like your city build it game? Yeah. <laughs> Let like, me build this fucking city. I can do this for four hours and nobody will bother me. Mm-hmm. I literally don't even have to converse with anyone. Nope. There's not... Even the, the residents, I'm just like, shut up. I'll delete your house. <laughs> my house is on fire. Bitch, Bitch if you don't... <laughs> but yeah, Henry, Henry Cavill will like go on and like do Twitch things and then he'll like pop in and like be like, hey, I'm playing with you guys. And then they'll like find out that it's Henry Cavill and they're like... What the fuck? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I think it's kind of funny. Even play the game. Yeah, it's like never mind. Okay, bye. <laughs> but like be me with Trixie Mattel. <laughs> oh my god, Trixie! And she's like, exit. <laughs> fuck you, bald. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so, sorry. The Watcher. Um, so you don't know anything about this. Right? So in 2014, I might if you like describe it more. God, my hair is going crazy. I need to shave get a haircut. Shave yeah, or shave it. Yeah. Um, 2014, Derek and Maria Broadus. <gasps> I don't know, I'm just listening. But, no, it's a, I heard something else. Oh, the people are talking. <gasps> Hello? Was it? No. That? It was people talking. Um, they bought the house on 657 Boulevard in Westfield, New Jersey for $1.3 million. Oh my God, so cheap. Million dollars. Wait, what year was this? 2014. Mm. Uh, Derek was the senior vice president at an insurance firm in Manhattan. Thus, $1.3 Thus million. Thus money, yeah. Um, Maria, Can afford that. Maria used to live in this this town of Westfield, uh, only a couple blocks from this house that they bought. Where's Westfield at? Is it close? Is it like Northern North New, New Jersey? Jersey? Okay, so yeah. close to Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, 
so he was able to fulfill their dream of this house. The house was a beautiful colonial style, six bedroom, four bath. Mm. They closed on the house in June and began some renovations on the house. One evening, a day uh, after a day of painting, Derek went out to check the mail. <gasps> Did he die? No. Ooh. They had closed on the house three days prior, so Derek was not expecting much in the mail, a couple of flyers, and mail to be forwarded. But what he found instead was a card-shaped envelope addressed in weird blocky letters to, quote, the new owner. The typed note inside read, Dearest new neighbor at 657 Boulevard, allow me to welcome you to, welcome you to the neighborhood. 657 Boulevard has been the subject of my family for decades now, and it approaches its 110th birthday. I have been put in charge of watching and waiting for its second coming. My grandfather watched, watched the house in the 1920s, and my father watched the house in 1960s. Now it is my time. Do you know the history of this house? Do you know it lies within the walls of 657 Boulevard? Why are you here? I will find out. I don't like that. That's creepy as fuck. Derek found the letter incredibly strange. Mm -hmm. uh, apparently, there are... Did he ask the previous owners, the people who just sold the house to him? Get there, oh, girl. sorry. Um, apparently, there are parts of this letter that weren't released to the public because sources indicate that the author of the letter identified the Broad uh, Broadus's Honda minivan. Oh. As well as, as some of the companies who were out renovating the house. So they were obviously watching. Mm -hmm. uh, a quote, okay. A quote that was not included in the actual text states... Quote, I see you already I see already that you have flooded 657 Boulevard with contractors so that you can destroy the house as it was supposed to be. Bad move. You don't want to make 657 Boulevard unhappy. Tisk 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 tisk. I was gonna say tisk tisk tisk. I was like nobody says that. Just do Um The letter also noted that the Broadduses had three children. The children had only been to the house one time. When Derek and Maria had gone to the house and chatted with their neighbors. So he saw, or this person saw, he or she, I can't say, and, they, and they them, 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 uh, you them have, saw. Yeah, quote, you have children, I have seen them. Mm -hmm. So far, I think that there are three that I have counted. Are there more on the way? Do you need to fill the house with young blood that I requested? Better for me. Was your old house too small for the growing family? Was this a new letter? That no, this is the same letter. Same letter, damn. And this was only like three days after, after they, they closed? Yeah. Shit. Uh, or was it greed to bring your children to me? Once I know their names, I would, will call to them and draw them to me. Who am I? There are hundreds and hundreds of cars that drive by 657 Boulevard every day. Maybe I am in one. Look at all the windows you can see from 657 Boulevard. Maybe I am in one. Look, at, uh, look out any of the many windows of 657 Boulevard at all the people who stroll by each day. Maybe I am one. Welcome, my friends. Welcome. Let the party begin. Signed, is, The Watcher. This is crazy. It's good. I don't like this. I'm already freaked out. This is why Thomas is like, why is he looking at these uh, things? I hate this. It's sent too many shivers down my spine already, and we're like, what, half a page in? Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere yeah. in there. Um, when Derek finished reading the letter, he flew around the house, turned off all the lights so no one could see inside, and called the police. Police responded read the letter, and was equally unnerved. He asked Derek if he had any known enemies. Derek didn't have a guess. The officer suggested moving a piece of construction equipment uh, in from the back porch in case the letter writer decided to throw it through the window. Derek rushed home after his meeting with the officers. That night, Derek and Maria wrote a note to the former owners of the house to ask if they had any idea who wrote the letters and why. Apparently, the letter had also stated, quote, 
I asked the Woods, their last name, that I won't use again, mm -hmm. uh, to bring me young blood, and it looked like they were they listened. The former owner responded the next day and said that they had received a similar letter from, quote, the watcher and made mention that they had been watching the house. But they had never received a letter like it before in their 23, letters of, 23 years of living there. So they had just thrown it out. Oh, so they received one letter at, like, at the very beginning or at some point? Like three weeks before they sold it. That they received a letter. Yes. And then they just threw it out because they were like, I'm leaving this fucking house anyways. Well, they were like, it doesn't make any sense. Hmm. Um, the former owners did agree to accompany the Broadduses to the police station. Uh, the Broadduses were informed not to tell anyone about the letters, especially the neighbors, as they were all now suspects. The Broadduses were vigilant around their new home. Derek canceled business trips, and Maria would not let the kids out of her sight. Good. Derek and Maria led one, uh, led one of their neighbors through the home to show off their renovations, and the wife of the couple noted... Quote, it'll be nice to have some young blood in the neighborhood. Ugh. End quote. Also, the Wait, that's a trigger. I, I don't think the that lady probably meant it. But yeah. that was just like, we're freaked out. Like, you said young blood. And she, she meant kids to play with in yeah. the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. uh, also, the general contractor arrived one morning to find a heavy sign he'd had driven into the lawn had been ripped out. A what? Oh, so a heavy good. sign? Mm-hmm. Uh, two weeks later, Maria stopped by the house to look at some paint samples and check the mail. She instantly recognized the blocky lettering on a card-shaped envelope and called the police. This one is, uh, quote, Welcome again to your new home at 657 Boulevard. The workers have been busy, and I have been watching you unload carfuls of your personal belongings. The dumpster is a nice touch. Have they found what's in the walls yet? In time, they will. This time, the watcher addresses Derek and Maria directly by their last name, albeit misspelled. The watcher had evidently eavesdropped on one of their conversations to be able to pick that up. The watcher had also identified the children's birth order and nicknames. Jesus. The note stated that Maria often said the children's names when she was at the house. They also asked whether one of the children was an artist in the family because they had seen her in the front room with, at an easel. Are they living in the attic? Are they Where, where are they? That's Creepy. The rest of the letter continues. Oh, God. 657 Boulevard is anxious for you to move in. It has been years and years since young blood ruled the hallways of this house. Have you found all the cigarettes it holds yet? Will the young blood play in the basement, or are they too afraid to go down there alone? I would be very afraid if I were them. It is very far away from the rest of the house. If you were upstairs, you would never hear them scream. Will they sleep in the attic, or will you sleep all sleep on the second floor? Who has the bedroom facing the street? I'll know as, as soon as you move in. It will help me to know who is in which bedroom. Then I can plan better. All of the windows and doors in 657 allow me to watch you and track you as you move throughout the house. Who am I? I'm the watcher, and I've been in control of 657 Boulevard for the better part of two decades now. The Woods family turned it over to you. It was their time to move on and kindly sold it when I asked them to. I pass by many times a day. So the letter probably said something like sell the house, but they were already selling the house anyways. We don't know what their letter yeah. said. Because they probably saw it and they're like, what is this garbage? Throw it I do that with most of my mail. <laughs> what <laughs> is this? for my mom? A Ew. bill? Throw it away. <laughs> I don't need that. Uh, I pass by many times a day. 657 Boulevard is my job, my life, my obsession. And now you are too, Braddis family. Welcome to the product of your greed. Greed is what brought the past three families to 657 Boulevard, and now it has brought you to me. Have a happy moving in day. You know I will be watching. 
After this letter, Derek and Maria stopped bringing the kids to the house and were unsure entirely of when they wanted to move in. Several weeks later, after the second letter, a third arrived. Quote, where have you gone to? 657 Boulevard is missing you, end quote. That was it? That, that was the short letter? They don't have them all available for me to read. I mm. just have to pull them from articles and yeah. kind of guess where they've been in. Um, because this is a still ongoing thing. Yeah. It was recent. Um, so there were many different theories as to whom had sent the letters, ranging from other buyers who were upset that the Broadduses had gotten the house to the neighbors who were upset with the amount of renovation that the family was doing to the house. But there were not many leads. One of the only leads was that the mail had... Why would they be upset about renovation? I mean, I assume because there's cars out front or, you know, whatever. historical homes, too. Yeah. It's like the Heights, kind of. This Think of this as, like, Heights Boulevard. But Heights Boulevard has, like, strict, like, rules on what there's you can do. Yeah, yeah, so I'm assuming they're not just not running rampant. They're, I mean, because you can do certain things under like with contractors on the heights boulevard but like it's under so many different rules of like what you're supposed to do and whatnot speaking of heights boulevard that won't come up <laughs> mm. oh. <laughs> anyway are you doing the tourniquet killer no okay. oh that would be a good one that's houston yeah um the, uh the mail has been processed through kearney a usps distribution center in the northern jersey area the first letter was postmarked june 4th before the sale was even public. So he knew who someone was moving in and sent it before there was even... Ooh, bitch. One of the former owners had not even put... Or the former owner of the Woodses had not even put up the for sale sign yet. And he knew that someone was moving in. Yep. That's crazy. Another lead came from the Broadduses themselves. Uh, a couple days after receiving the first letter, the family had attended a barbecue in their honor thrown by the neighbors. They inquired about some of the characters in the neighborhood and learned about their next-door neighbors, the Langfords. Peggy Langford lived in the home. She was 90 years old, and some of her adult children lived with her in the house. Michael, one of the younger Langfords, lived there and didn't work. Derek immediately suspected him as he would be close enough to overhear conversations and see the easel in the room where his daughter was seen. Mm -hmm. He brought this information to the police, but Michael had already been questioned, and there was not much proof. Derek set up webcams and spent nights in dark spots to see if he could observe anyone spying on them. They hired many experts and a private investigator who staked out the neighborhood and ran background checks on his neighbors, but both of these came up inconclusive. Damn. Derek even reached out to former FBI agent who served as the inspiration to Clarice Starling in The Silence of the Lambs. With the help of another FBI agent, they assessed the letters and concluded that the writer was a voracious reader, had a surprising lack of, profan or a surprising lack of profanity given the anger that the letters suggest. Yeah, they're um, obviously angry that someone owns this. People this have house. owned this house since, mm -hmm. what, 1910 is what you said with the grandpa mm -hmm. watching the house? It was so built like, in 1905. Okay. And I assume this family probably owned this house at some point. Yes. Right? So I would imagine. Why can't we go back and trace who owned the house? We do. Okay. Uh, the FBI agents suggested that it was a less macho writer. Um, they don't say female if they say less much. Yeah, because, I mean, nowadays and any time, there's always been more feminine, more masculine, you know, characters. So they're saying it's not like a dude bro. It could be the effeminate man or anything like that. And there's no problem with that. It's just you can't label that. Yeah. Uh, they believed uh, that the person was erratic, given to the typos and grammar errors. 
he would write Tuesday, June the 4th, but June the 4th was a Wednesday. Mm -hmm. uh, they concluded that the writer also had a distaste for the wealthy when they asked, the writer asks, quote, are you one of those Hoboken transplants who are running Westfield, ruining Westfield? Another letter continued. Quote, the house is crying from all of the pain it's going through. You have changed it and made it so fancy. You are stealing its history. It cries for the past, for what it used to be. In time, when I roamed its halls. The 1960s were a good time for 657 Boulevard when I ran from room to room, imagining the life with the rich occupants there. The house was full of life and young blood. Then it got old. So did my father. But I kept watching. He kept watching until the day he died. And now I watch and wait for the day when young blood will once again be mine. In That's an, creepy as fuck. Hey. Is it like a child ring? A child sex ring? Child murder ring? Sacrifices? Girl. An investigation into further previous owners yielded no results. Oh, damn by the end of 2014, the investigation had stalled. The watcher had left no digital trail, no fingerprints, and no way for to place someone at the scene of a crime that could have been hatched from pretty much any mailbox in northern New Jersey. Okay, but like there technically hasn't been a crime committed yet, right? No. So there's it's just, just being weird. Yeah. I not, mean, well, not even threatening, threat. really. Oh yeah, he's like, I'm gonna steal your kids. D well, okay, yeah. I'll call them to me. Yeah. It's implied. It's implied. You're right. Um, the letters could be read closely for pop. The letters could be read closely for possible clues, or dismissed as the nonsensical ramblings of a sociopath. It was like trying to find a needle in a haystack," said mm -hmm. Scott Krauss, who helped investigate the case for the Union County Prosecutor Union County Prosecutor's Office. In December, the Westfield Police told the Broadduses that they had run out of run out of options. Derek showed his letters to the priest, who to a priest who agreed to bless the house. They tried to hire veteran uh, veterans as bodyguards. They said, just come to our house and work out in the backyard for a couple hours Just a week. be there, yeah. Um, they tried to get trained attack dogs, uh, as well as this expensive security system that they installed. But they just didn't feel safe enough to move in. Meanwhile, the letters became more unhinged. But the Woodses never had this. Well, the Woodses didn't have, have children. They did. Oh, then why is it only focused on this new family? Don't know. The Woods had Unless... a 21-year-old son at the time of 2014, so he grew up in the house. In he the lived house, there for 23 yeah. years. He was born and moved into that house. So unless the father had just died and that kid took over, the watcher took over recently from his dad and was like, I'm more unhinged than my dad is. Let's figure out what's going on. Could be. Oh, boy. Um, another letter. 657 Boulevard is turning on me. It is coming after me. I don't understand why. What spell did you cast on it? It used to be my friend, and now it is my enemy. I am in charge of 657 Boulevard. It is not in charge of me. I will fend off its bad things and wait for it to be good again. It will not punish me. I will rise again. I will be patient and wait for this to pass, and for you to bring the young blood back to me. 657 Boulevard needs young blood. It needs you. Come back. Let the young blood play again like I did once. Let the young blood sleep in 657 Boulevard. Stop changing it and let it alone. But this kid is saying he grew up in 6510. Seven. Seven. 657 yeah. Boulevard. In the 50s or 60s, but previous owners didn't have any children or anything like that? It, it uh, They don't release the people before that. 
But from the history of the house, it was sold for a dollar every time it was sold, except when the Woodses sold it to the Broadduses for one point three million. Fuck. For a dollar. Well, a it's dollar. probably because it was family. Some of them were family, familial, but some of them were not. It, it's still being sold for a dollar. Yes. What the fuck? So is this place just fucking haunted, and the letters are just ghosts? Child. Could be. Um, uh, six months after buying the house, they tried to sell it. They started at more than the asking price, or more than $1.3 million as they had paid uh, in to reflect the renovations. But the gossip had already been sown in northern New Jersey, and the house sat empty. One realtor explained that their client loved the house, but with the gossip swirling around about sexual predators... Wait, they put it up on, on the, the market? Mm-hmm. Oh. Even though they had done all these renovations and were trying to move in. Yep. That sucks. Um, one realtor explained that their client loved the house, but with the gossip swirling around about sexual predators or stalkers, they needed to know more. Mm-hmm. Um, the Broadduses revealed some information, but would not reveal all of it until uh, they had an offer. Well, I also assume that a lot of that information, since it was under police investigation, was classified. Was classified. Yeah, but I mean, selling the house, you have to, you have to do it. Yeah. Um, but their bankers were like, why are you telling people this? Mm-hmm. And they're like, because we don't want it to happen to them like it's happening to mm-hmm. us. Anyways, nobody was buying, and they were, uh, those who were putting in offers were well below the listing price. Mm-hmm. June 2nd, 2015, a year after buying 657 Boulevard, they filed a legal complaint against the Woodses, the prior owner, arguing that they should have disclosed the letter just as they had the fact that the water sometimes got in the basement. The Broadduses say that they hoped to reach a quiet settlement, their kids still don't know about the watcher, and their lawyer assured them that, at most, a small legal newswire might pick up the story. Um, and they didn't really lead anywhere else as to what happened with that lawsuit, but I, I don't think anything happened. Or it's still going. Lawsuits take a long time. 2015. It's 2020. They can take longer than that. My parents were under a lawsuit back in 1998, whenever things happened. And whenever we moved... Uh, no, no. We moved in 2000, and then... Uh, Last I talked to my mom about it was when I left for college, and it still wasn't resolved. It was like it was like that was thirteen years later. I know it was a class action lawsuit, so it was much larger. But no, this is just a personal lawsuit. Yeah, I, yeah, I it still takes some time. I don't think that five, maybe five years. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> um, you're not a lawyer. I, yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> I love that on this podcast we talk like, oh yeah, I know this. No, we don't. <laughs> Listen, the chemical reaction between a white claw and a person is just it's, it's just it's unique. It's every perfect. time. Um, and a lot of formaldehyde gas comes off. Mm-hmm. Uh, so whenever I had bubbles and I burp, formaldehyde. <laughs> um, I didn't talk about this one, so I want maybe I'll talk about that later. What? Another story that I thought about, but it's not really that scary. Whatever. Um, they continue to have bad luck trying to sell the property, and instead opted to try to tear the house down and separate it into two different lots. Mm. They were rejected by the HOA. Oh damn. Uh, Lots are required to be 70 feet wide. These splitting it in two would make them 67.5 feet wide. That's stupid. That's only two and a half feet smaller. Mm -hmm. The HOA approved similar projects days before, but they would not approve the Broadduses. So it's someone in the HOA. It seemed as if the neighborhood was turning on the Broadduses. Mm Mm-hmm. Not long after the board's decision, the Broadduses finally received some good news as the family had agreed to rent 657 Boulevard. Two weeks after they moved in, they received a letter. 
Quote, violent winds and bitter cold to the vile and spiteful Derek and his wench of a wife, Maria. You wonder who the watcher is? Turn around, idiots. Maybe you even spoke to me, one of the so-called neighbors who has no idea who the watcher could be. Or maybe you do know and you're too scared to tell anyone. Good move. 657 Boulevard survived your attempted assault and stood strong with its army of supporters barricading its gates. My soldiers of the boulevard followed me, my, older, my orders to a T. They all carried out their mission and saved the soul of 657 Boulevard with my orders. All hail the Watcher! Uh, so it's someone who knows, who, who petitioned the HOA to say don't split it. It also stated that its revenge, their revenge could come in many forms. Maybe a car accident, maybe a fire, maybe something as simple as a mild illness that never seems to go away but makes you feel sick day after day after day after day after day after day. Maybe the mysterious death of a pet. Loved ones suddenly die. Planes and cars and bicycles crash. Bones break. And that's pretty much it. That was the last letter from the watcher. Um, the renters lived in the home and paid rent that didn't even cover the mortgage for some years. Um, in July of 2019, the Bravos sold it for $959,000. After putting in all the renovations and still Buying it for $1.3 million 400, in 2014, yeah. putting in $100,000 worth of renovations. And, and sold it $500,000 less than it's worth now. Yes. Damn. And Netflix bought the rights to the series. There's a series? There's going to be a story on Netflix. Ooh. Actually, I think it might already be out. I didn't actually look. Let's find it. What's it called? The you Watcher, know? probably. The Watcher. Let's find out. If Google will go, 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 go. Nope. My computer's not doing anything. So you have to do it. I want to know because that's creepy as fuck. The Watcher. Oh, is it going? No. Uh, yeah, that's creepy because of the. Yep. Oh, it is. The Watcher. With Keanu Reeves. No, that's 2000. <laughs> Netflix. It is out. No, that's still on Netflix. It's still... That's just talking about the Keanu Reeves. Which is much after. So, okay. So, what's your ideas here? Um, I think it's a real human. I don't think it's a, a ghost or anything like that. Yeah, no. I think it's a real human. But I don't know how they're watching them and doing all of these things unless they have the house bugged or something. Mm -hmm. uh, but I do think that they should be looking into the people on the planning Board. Oh yeah, the HOA. Yes, because if the HOA is like, we just approve these things for other people, but like your house, no, no. Like you need to be looking at the people who are on the HOA. Those are the best people who need to be investigated. Yeah, <laughs> that's well, stupid. Derek has well. The article stated that Derek was meeting with the author, and he was like telling them, uh, you know. Here's, I have this map and all of these documents. Here are all the letters. This is the map of the neighborhood. This is the people within earshot distance that I think could be able to hear us. And mm -hmm. these are the people, the next, uh, the Langfords are my, my top suspect. And then, you know, the two houses out from that are all in red because they're top suspects across the street. The, those four houses are all top suspects. Mm -hmm. And he was like, and I've done background checks on all of them. And, you know, these are what I found from these people. And these are what I found from these people. But he hasn't. Well, just a background check isn't enough. Like, if they haven't done anything, like, yeah. doesn't mean they're not going to do something in the future. I don't think a background check is, like, enough. Like, the say. Langfords, they've gotten DNA evidence mm -hmm. that doesn't match. 
Um, and I don't think you can just request DNA. I mean, you can't just request DNA evidence. Yeah, so you just can't like do that. You just can't take just DNA. Just get from DNA evidence. Yeah, I don't know. I just that's just so freaky to me. Like, freaky. Someone's watching your house, and apparently the house, according to them, been being watched since 1910. Like, that's not. And, I mean, if he was a child in the 60s when he knows that... Well, no, it didn't say he was a child in the 60s. It said his dad took over watch in the 60s. Yes. So we don't know exactly how old he is. Well, we would imagine somebody that's becoming an adult in the 60s has to be born in at least the 40s. The, the 40s or 50s, yeah. So somebody who was born in the 40s or 50s... By that point is 70. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, it's feasible that they wouldn't be able to do it anymore. And Which is also why, like... in the 40s or 50s usually had their children either the 60s or 70s. Yeah. Which would make them the person who is the watcher our parents' age. Yeah. Which would leave the Langfords being suspects. Because the Langfords, you said the 90-year-old mother... And who had in his adult six, children in 60s. the 60s. Yeah. 60s or 70s. But, Derek's clear. We're good. Well, is he clear or... There was just... DNA evidence on the envelopes, and it did not match to Derek. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Mm. I don't know, or man. No, I'm sorry. Derek is the, the broadest. Michael is the broadest. I, yeah, I, I figured that it was... I knew it was They're Michael. both Derek. They're, everyone's Derek. Everyone's, everyone's Derek. Everyone who's anyone is Derek. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, well, that's creepy. That's Derek Barry. Oh. <gasps> so good. The true winner of All-Stars 5? Yes. Hashtag robbed mom. Stop. I hate that so much. Um, okay. Well, do you have anything else to, to add about yours? No. This is creepy. So they don't. we don't have an answer. We don't have who did what and the, you said bodices? Broadices. Broadices. They sold their house. Their home. And for much the, less than it was worth. July of 2019. So those people that bought it are quarantined mm -hmm. in that house now. Yeah. You have to get letters now all the time. <laughs> Which, have we heard anything? Have they gotten new letters? Mm -mm. Mm. Well, not that we've heard of. Why did he only go after this family? Because the Woodses got one letter. Woodses got one be, letter. But... I mean, it could technically be one of Derek's... Uh... I thought it could be like a workmate or something like that. Like a, a colleague. Yeah. What is the word that I'm fucking thinking of? Somebody that you only know a little bit. Acquaintances. Acquaintance. Yes. An acquaintance. Because, I mean, he, they probably know enough about him to know his, his children's names mm -hmm. and knows enough about them as, like, artists. And, like so I said, a co-worker or a colleague would know those things. But they said that they saw the girl in the front room at an easel. Yeah, but is that... Do you just assume that you put up the easel? Like, I don't... I don't know. Could it, could it have also been one of the contractors? <laughs> I don't know. Just thinking. But so not only did they lose almost $500,000 of selling this house after hundreds of thousands of renovations, they also spent all that money on private investigators, on uh, hiring the vets, uh, trying to get the, the guard dogs and stuff like that. I can't a, a separate place to live. Yes. It, I can't imagine the amount of money they spent on all this shit around this just to not be in that home. Like, that's crazy. Well, and some think that it's a hoax. Yeah. That the Broadduses have put it on to try to bring infamy to the house. Why? Did they think that that was going to raise the value of the house? I don't know. 
the thing that awesome. some scary person, scary attic like you would be like, oh my god, the scary things. Oh, I would 100% live in that house. <laughs> oh, I'd buy that. <laughs> can I? Can you sell it to me you for, sell it for one dollar? Yes, yeah. I'll fucking Hell do it. Fucking yeah, <laughs> I'll bro. fucking do it. Don't you make me watch me. <laughs> Stupid. Well, that was a good story. That really. I'll that... sleep in the attic like you asked. Oh gosh, that got me. Uh, that got me. That was a good Are good you... story. I was woo spoopty spoopty spoopied spoopied. Uh, I haven't felt like that in a while. That was a long time. You know what long. I mean? Yeah, the that was that's scary. Home, yeah, scary. yeah, and he's obsessed with this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's I'm scary. Start writing letters to our new house. <laughs> to us. <laughs> hey, forty-five oh nine. Never mind. <laughs> You're gonna get fan mail now. <laughs> I didn't even say the right number. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God! Get over the gay thing. Anyway, if anyone wants to come visit me, my name, <laughs> my address is going to be AS Pincer, PO Box one two three four five. You have to meet me at the mailbox or at the post office. That's, That's it. I will not. I'm not crazy. No, I'm not that crazy. It's my PO Box at the <laughs> station near my house. It is. You just gave your new address out <laughs> to no, everyone. I didn't. I love that. Okay. Well, do you want to talk about some other spoopy things? Yeah, tell me. Well, we are going to be situated in Houston this week because <gasps> for some reason, I have been obsessed with urban legends and like I was going to research a murder and I was like, you know what? I'm still not feeling a murder there's right now. There's too much murder in the world. There's, right there's too much murder. There's like too much darkness happening. So I was like, let's do like another creepy thing. But this time I was like, okay, well, what about like urban legends, but like here? <laughs> what do we got going on? And so La I Googled Yorona. it. In Houston? Yeah. It didn't show up. It's in Texas. Oh, I didn't look for... I look for Houston. La Llorona, I think, is closer to San Antonio. San Antonio. San Antonio. Yeah. Well, that woman we still haven't done that. We have talked about doing it for s- several times. not that much information on her. Yeah. It's well, it's hard like, to find... She's crying! On, it's hard to find information on ghosts. Like, it really is. Because the ghost... Typically, what happens is, like... When there's a ghost haunting a business, the businesses are like, please don't talk about us because we don't want people coming here just because of fucking ghosts. We want you to, like, come to our business. Yeah, exactly. We don't want a haunted hotel. We don't want people to – because there's more people who are obsessed – who are there's less people who are obsessed with hauntings than there are people who are afraid of hauntings. So people will not – like, for example, hotels that are haunted will avoid hotels because they're haunted. So they'll be like, okay, well, don't talk about that then. So. Let's go to Estes Park. <laughs> Let's fucking go to the creepiest places ever. The Shining Hotel. Let's do it. Estes Park. Oh, okay. Hello. The Stanley Hotel. Yes. There you go. Or when we go back to New Orleans, stay in that, uh, I think it's Plasta's Arm. This is the hauntedest hotel. Well, that's whenever we're allowed to travel orphan, again. Orphanage. Oh. And travel. Killed the children. Ch- oh, I don't. Uh, I don't know. It's what true. about the place that that is the the uh, um, uh, scene of not scene the idea the house for American Horror Story? Oh, Kevin. I've been on the sidewalk. Have you? Mm-hmm. Did you walk in front of the house? Did we walk in front of that? I think we just walked in front of the house. You can take taking pictures. No, 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 no. Thomas is afraid of those things. Don't take a picture. You'll see a ghost. I'm like, let's go over there and have a party. Bring a Ouija board. <laughs> oh my god! It's doing something. This thing slaps. Cindy, the Ouija board's moving. I 
W-I-L-L-K-I-L-L-Y-O-U. L-M-A-U. <laughs> loving my own Uh, Where did the U come from? Uh, classic. Classic. Callback to the beginning of this episode. <laughs> um, good. What? It was good. That was good. It, was That's good sl- it like slapped. That. Uh, okay, well, then I'm going to talk about... Uh, I have three urban legends, actually. It's a threefer. You're not supposed to do that. Why? Because save them rest. Save them yeah, but for me. Each one was only like half a page long. You want me to just do w- half a page and be like, I that's can, my story? I'm okay with you talking for five minutes only. <laughs> every, just you talk. I said every, everyone else <laughs> gestures wildly. <laughs> Morky is not allowed to speak for that long. <laughs> She's up. Hi, Mookie. It's Mookie. Come on, come on. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, the first urban legend in Houston Heights, I'm going to talk about, I'm sorry, in Houston, is going to talk about the Heights Batman. Have you ever heard of him? No. No. Uh, well, let me tell you about him. Okay? Is it from the bridge under I-10? The article did talk about the bats uh, on wall, but no. It's not, that's not on I-10. That's on Allen I-10 Parkway. I-10 and Heights Boulevard. What? I-10 and Heights Boulevard. No. There's a bayou that runs under there, too. Yeah, but the bats typically fly out from the wall bridge. Yes, I know, but they could go there, too. Oh, God. Get over it. Anyways, so on June 18th of 1953, at 2.30 in the morning, the neighbors Hilda Walker, Judy Meyer, and Howard Phillips were sitting on their front porch when Hilda, a 25-year-old... 20, oh, my Lord. 23-year-old housewife noticed a very large shadow moving across her front lawn. It doesn't say where in the Heights she was, but I'm literally just imagining like those Heights like Boulevard. Heights Boulevard, like sitting and just like seeing something. Ru- Ooh, that was good. Uh, seeing something run across your front yard. Uh, after staring at the shadow, all of them were just like, because you know sometimes there's like fight or flight. Well, I think there's like a third one. It's like flight or fight or frozen, <laughs> and I'm definitely the frozen person. When something happens, I'm like, Ugh! what do I do? <laughs> I could possibly die if I don't leave or fight. What do I do? I choose Stand death. here. <laughs> Stand here and not move. Yeah, that's me. Uh, but they were able to make out kind of what was in front of them. Uh, they were so startled by what they saw, they ended up calling the police, and their story ended up on the front page of the Houston Chronicle the very next day. So, like, five hours later, the Houston Chronicle was like, this is it. <laughs> Nothing else going on in this <laughs> fucking city. This is the story. Uh, so, when police arrived, all three of the witnesses actually had very similar descriptions of what they saw. So, they, like, took them to different places, and they were like, okay, let's talk about this. What did you see? And I, I don't know that they were just like, what did we see? What did we see? But I'm sure they probably didn't. Like, let's get our story straight or whatever. Um, it didn't say that they were like drunk or anything like that. They but were drunk. They were also, it was June 18th. June 18th. Why does June 18th matter? It was a summer night at 2 30 in the morning. So. They're high on cocaine. They were probably like just taking the opioids the and just like 1953. 53? That's. That's questionable hero, heroin territory. <laughs> Definite uh, marijuana territory. Marijuana was outlawed in 1937. Actually, on this Isn't day. Isn't it outlawed today? Is it outlawed today? Yes. yes. <laughs> Are people still doing it? Oh, Lord. Absolutely. Okay, well, this is 1953, so I feel like back then they were like, no, we can't break the law. The police will get us. Mm-mm. This you is know? also the Heights, which is was a, a lower-class neighborhood in the 50s. Low income, yeah. So they were like, fuck it. Nope. 
I'm gonna do these. Do, I'm gonna I smoke do a drug. Marijuana and drink malt liquor. Just take a drug. I'm gonna take a drug. Um, do a weed. Yeah, I have no idea. But then again, they made her. They made Hilda sound like such an upstanding woman. Just because her name is Hilda. Yeah, pretty much. Um, There's and, trashy people named Claire too. Claire. Well, I know a lot of Claires that are trashy. Me too. Rebecca's. I don't know any Rebecca's. Oh, I do. No, I actually know Rebecca. She's actually really nice. Um, do regardless, you know that's never like that. Lindsay. Lindsay. Um, they're always always trashy. high quality women. Oh. What? You know a low quality Lindsay? Oof. Yes. Where? Where? <laughs> do I know her? Give me her social security Girl, number. What friends would we know that? Uh, what women would we know that we are both friends with? What is a woman? What Can is you a explain woman? Explain that to me. Name a woman. Um, uh, <laughs> Perez Hilton. Name a dead person. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Let's start at the beginning. George Washington. <laughs> Napoleon Bonaparte. Yeah. Uh, the Queen. Nope. No, she's still alive. I meant the Queen of Hungary. Oh. No. Nope. She's still alive. <laughs> oh, Lord. Anyways, so the way that they describe this figure that they saw. Uh, they describe the figure as a very tall, skinny man or man-like figure, around seven feet That's tall. You, man-like. Yeah, man-like. But seven feet tall, girl. I'm a little short for that. Even as Dixie, I'm like not even hitting six feet. Um, yeah, but if we if we take out your knees and just put large wooden poles. What if we created like a double jointed knee? So like we took this and then like added another knee like underneath. And then, like, yeah. put my calf down there. I feel like you would fall backwards. Because <laughs> <laughs> the first one would be like, we're upright. The second one would be like, we're... We're sitting down. We're also upright. <laughs> yeah, that would be a lot. Back dragging on the floor, <laughs> feet walking forward. <laughs> I love that. Just like a full-ass, like, triangle on the floor as I'm just... <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> I think I prefer the wooden legs, though, so I can light them on fire. Okay. You just want to watch me dance like, ha, 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 it's fire. Well, no, I want you to Balenciaga. Yeah. Balenciaga. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> Do you haven't even watched Coven yet? Nope. So you don't even know. I know Trixie and Katya talking about Ann Taylor Loft. <laughs> yeah. Ann Taylor Loft. Okay. Well, so... <laughs> They described I had as, one more if you were ready for it. Yeah, I'm I ready. got my opportunity at Marshall. There you go, yeah. That one. I remember that one as well. Okay, so anyways. So <laughs> he was seven feet tall, and then he had bat-like wings or leather attachments on his back, protruding from his back. This is sounding more and more like you every 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 single day, it, yeah. Except the seven feet I mean, it, the, the Ew, leather... Oh, the leather put that away. The oh my god, it's gross. It. The leather... <laughs> The leather wings are just like my speed bag arm fat. Your skin is so dry and scaly. <laughs> so it looks like I leather. Hear paper noises. Do you hear those paper noises? <laughs> it's origami. What? <laughs> I'm a paper swan. <laughs> what if I just like folded my skin like origami? It's like a crane down here. <laughs> I think that would be very appealing to someone. Who? Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> Hannibal Lecter. He is my Superman. No. <laughs> yep. We're just mixing things together. Anyways, so uh, he also looked to be wearing like a leather outfit or a paratrooper's uniform. 
Girl, Girl what? You're a ripcord. Yeah. Come on. What's happening here? Uh, he also seemed to be encased in a halo of glowing light. Oh, that's um, sounding like me now. Yeah, this is weird. Uh, that's so, just my highlight. <laughs> look how glowing I am in the 2.30 darkness. Uh, <laughs> hey, one street lamp and I'm on fire. <laughs> Woo, look at me. <laughs> uh, he said that the figure, figure, finger, figure, what? figure lingered for 30 seconds or longer before the light faded and the figure vanished. Um, what? I have an idea what this is. What? It's just a person walking on the other side of the street with like their arms in a weird way. They the said shadows that are cast. They said it was like six feet wide. If you put a light here behind me and look at the wall back there, it's going to be wide. Okay. Which is surprising how skinny I am. But. but then why is it in the middle of their their uh, yard? Because they're walking on the other side of the street. And the street lamp is shining on them forward. I don't think so. Uh, so then there's apparently been lots of bat-like humanoid stories that date back not just from the 1950s, but date back millennia. Uh, there's actually a person that was quoted several times in the article, which I didn't write down their name because it wasn't important, uh, that has been doing research on these stories like across the United States and across the world, like seeing bat-like people. It's crazy. Uh, but then a bat specialist from the Houston Zoo was like, okay, but like if a human was supposed to have bat wings and could actually fly, they would need to have at least an 18-foot wingspan from tip to tip to be able to actually fly. So if this was a bat humanoid creature, to be of that size, they would have to have a massive wingspan. So uh, The size of this room, probably. 18 feet, yeah. it's That's a long wingspan. So the fact that 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 this humanoid thing that you saw well they didn't say that it flew <laughs> yeah so i mean it just had wings it's a trick-or-treater yeah well it's june they're they don't have a calendar they, is this not halloween it feels the same heat outside honestly <laughs> honestly um so the heights batman was never seen again but there have um and there was no further explanations. But you never know what, it might, what might be hiding in the shadows. <laughs> I wrote that down. <laughs> you trying to go to the Heights at 2.30 in the morning? No. Oh, I used to live in the Heights. Walk down that trail at 2.30 in the morning? Oh, that'd be fun. No, it wouldn't be scary. I'd have fun. Yeah, I'd have fun. Because it's not, like, super well lit. I mean, there's, there's street lamps on Heights Boulevard, but... They're over top of the trees. The trees, exactly. The, the thick-ass oak trees that are out there. It's like, oh, well, it's still dark down here. Yep. <laughs> That's why I actually kind of like running down there. The only problem is that like whenever it was whenever it was hot, it would block the sun. But the problem is that there's even... There's no wind. There's no wind. There's no air flow at all. So you're still dying even though there's no sun on you. So, yeah, it's quite hot. Anyways, so that was the first one. Wow. Ready for the second one? Yeah. I'm going to talk about the UTMB face. Have you ever heard of this one? UTMB face, no. So in Galveston, on the University of Texas Medical Branch, the campus, uh, by the docks of the Ewing building, Ewing, 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 maybe Ewing. Oh my God, E W I N G. Yeah, Ewing. There's not a U. <laughs> Where's the U? <laughs> it's in the word that I made up earlier. In the Ewing building, <laughs> there's a face that appears in what looks like a strangely shaped. You want to see it before or after I finish this telling the story? Um, I gotta see it now. You gotta, you gotta see, it, gotta now? see it now. Okay. Oh my god, that is 
Anticlimactic. Okay. There's a face there. Barely. Yeah. Okay. Well, let me tell you about this face, okay? Um. It's a rain stain on the wall. No. Um, because I'm going to tell you that some believe that it's a watermark. I'm hitting all those cans. Uh, but it is claimed that when the university tries to remove it, the face appears on different panels. Oh my God. It's like that toast with Jesus. Yeah. That just keeps coming back. Uh, so several theories exist about the identity of the masculine face. Some speculate that it could represent a former farmer who fought for his land to his death. Um, on Galveston Island? Yes. Who was farming on Galveston Island? Farmers. What were they farming? Coconuts? Chickens. No. <laughs> uh, another idea suggests that William A.A. A. Bigfoot Wallace. Hey. <laughs> if you're going to have a nickname. Uh, he's the one who has the face there. Uh, this one man of the feet bigger than the other. Or is it just one big foot? I have Both no idea. I don't know if he just had big feet and they were like big foot. <laughs> <laughs> Love names from the fifties that are like, her name's Winky because she <laughs> blinks a lot. <laughs> Winky. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, that's two time and Charlie because he two times everybody. <laughs> he just goes have sex with everyone. Uh, this man owned some land on Galveston Island, but a land dispute supposedly kept him from his earnings. But history knows of no one, aside from the government, who owned the property that the school rests on. So it's like this land was always government owned. So who are these farmers? Like, I don't understand. And it's on the bay side, right? Uh, it's not on the ocean side. UTMB? It's kind of in the middle. It's like right, it's only a like, couple of blocks from the seawall. From seawall. Yeah. I don't think that's right. Yes. Where's UCMB? Where's UCMB? It's on the, the skinny part of the island. It's not on the seawall side. It's not on the seawall side. No. It's on the skinny part of the island, so. The whole island is skinny. Okay, well, yeah, it's still just a couple blocks from, yeah, right, it is, it is on the bay side, but it's still a couple blocks from the fucking seawall. That's like 12 blocks. That is not. That is not. Yes, it is. It's not. Not. Okay, well, whatever. doesn't matter. Uh, yes, it's on the, the bay side now. Okay. Seven. Why <laughs> would answer. they not want that land? Because it's, it's sand. Um, the whole thing is fucking sand. Yeah. So they claim that the face, they also, there are some claims that they say that the face is actually of the uh, famous pirate Jean Lafitte. <gasps> Jean Lafitte? Yes. Oh. Uh, he's a famous pirate that like helped in the 1812 battle with Andrew Jackson on New Orleans. Uh, he also helped in the Spanish Independence War. Uh, so he was a famous pirate in the Gulf of Mexico and in Galveston. Bar. Oh my God. Uh, so then the There's a bar. On Galveston Island called Lafitte's. And I've been there. There you go, yeah. And I've seen the drag queen there. Lafitte's is, is the a... The drag queen fell off the stage and I went and get, helped her up and I gave her a one. And she was like, you're the best. And she bought me a shot. So with that one dollar, she bought you a shot yep. that was worth more than one dollar. Because she ate it off the stage. She Is it a gay cape. bar? Yeah. No, oh, I didn't know that. She slipped on her cage, uh, on her cape, uh, and fully fell on her ass. Oh, like pheromone? Oh. But she didn't get up. I had to help her. Please get up. Please don't have your neck broken. I'm 45 years old, baby. And I'm doing drag in Galveston. Stop. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey. I'd see her again. <laughs> I'd watch it happen. She might give you another sh another shot. So there's no idea whose face like this actually is. It's just like, there's a face. 
Um, well, let me tell you about this because the hallmark of the UTMB Galveston face is the fact that it has moved over the years. You already said that. Well, it, it was supposed to be a surprise. Oh. And I told you because you were, <gasps> because you were like, oh my God, it's just a watermark. It fucking moved. Uh, so when the image apparently first appeared, it was on the fourth concrete block up from the ground. So dis to discourage crowds from the face uh, that it attracted, the school sandblasted off the surface. But shortly after, it reappeared on the block immediately below the original position. So now it's on the third block. And then they were like, okay, well, let's sandblast it again and see what the fuck happens. It appeared on the second block down where is where is what it is now it's almost as if the face was laughing at the school and it's now in its current position at the second block above a door a so, door a door so some say the school is superstitious and they're avoiding removing the face again for fear that it will now go to the first floor which is where the door is at and that'll go and enter the building <laughs> oh so they're like okay well we're not going to sandblast the face off now um so, yeah, it's just a, a creepy face that has moved down the building. And I want to, I feel like I drive by the Ewing building whenever I go to like visit my friends down in Galveston and visit Nick. Um, so now I have to pay more attention and see if, because I think I drive by like the dock side and I'm like, ooh, I could drive by and stop by. But apparently, like, you can't just like stop by there because UTMB actually like has a police or a security person that's like always out there. And if you trespass on UTMB campus without being a UTMB student, you can get fined or put in jail. Which I'm like, how do they know? Like, I'm just I'm a sure car. You have like a... Well, I mean, if you like, if you park, yeah, you can get fined for sure. I mean, A&M little campus cop force they had would always always get people fined for parking wherever they were on campus. But I know I. I just can't imagine, like, someone walk down the street, like, hey, and then a cop's like, fine you. You're, yep. you're, you're being fined. You're not a UTMB student. Like, See, but who's fining you? The campus. The campuses, yeah. So you don't actually have to pay it. Otherwise, what are they going to do? Sue you. You can't get your records. <laughs> I don't even fucking go you. here. Exactly. That's what U of H would do. <laughs> They'd be like, you parked illegally, so we're going to withhold your records. Okay. Uh, I don't need them. <laughs> yeah. I currently do not need those, so thanks. <laughs> Anyways. Um, well, I mean, it's the same. Like, if I went to A&M now with my new car, I haven't been to... Because A&M had my car registered underneath A&M, but now I have my new car. So if I drove my new car to A&M campus, what are they fucking going to do? <laughs> Put a ticket on it. Put a ticket on it and tell you, no, You're don't do that. you do that. Yeah. Okay, well, then, anyways, let's go on to my third urban legend, because that one was a good one, too, right? Oh. Yeah, that's good. Um, I like so the first one. Now we go to the Killing Fields. Oh, I've heard of this one. You've heard about this one? Uh -huh. uh, it's not so much of an urban legend because it's real. Yep. Uh, the urban legend will be at the very end um, because there is part of It's part between of this. here and Galveston, right? Yes. Uh -huh. it's, uh, that's why I was looking in League City. It's on 45. It's on... <laughs> it's that big dot that I have... 18, 1958 League City Oil Field. Oh, yeah. I think it's behind um, the uh, stadium for Clear Lake ISD. Let me see. And the the Challenger Park. I don't see a league field ISD anything. There's no league field. Clear Lake ISD. I don't. It's behind a Cabela's. 
<laughs> oh, that's at the mall. Yeah, it's behind the Bay Colony Town Center. No? Mm-hmm. Nothing? Yeah, that's got to be... That's where it is. Off of 517? Yeah, or 646 or 517? 646 and 517. So those are two different roads. Yeah, 517 goes this way. 646 goes up and down. No. 646 goes across the beltway, or the 45. Yeah, and then goes to the south and crosses 517. <gasps> oh. The League City oil field. There's a Little Caesars there. Oh, Lord. Okay, anyways. Um, so, the Texas Killing Fields is an area bordering the Calder oil field, which is a 25-acre patch of land situated a mile from Interstate 45. Um, since the early seven, er, 1970s, uh, 30 bodies of murder victims have been found within the Killing Fields area. There are, they were mainly the bodies of girls or young women. Furthermore, many young girls have disappeared from this area. The girls' bodies still, can, uh, still are missing. Um, it is believed that many of the murders are the work of multiple serial killers. Uh, most of the victims were aged between 12 and 25 years old. Some shared similar physical features, such as similar hairstyles. Uh, despite efforts by the League City, Tex- League City Police Department, along with the assistance of the FBI, very few of these murders have ever been solved, and those that have been that were confessed from prison or were forced by police. Uh, the fields have been described as Quote, the perfect place for killing somebody and getting away with it. Uh, after visiting the sites of recovered bodies in League City, uh, Ami Kanan Mon, uh, a director of the film Texas, of the film Texas Killing Field, commented, you can actually see the refineries that are in the south end of League City. You can see I-45. But if you yelled, no one would necessarily hear you. And if you ran, there wouldn't necessarily be anywhere to go. Uh, yeah. There's one suspect that convicted uh, that My was. My con- friend lived like almost right there. Did she? Yeah, she lived in this. What is this called? Like right off the Calder oil field? No, right off the highway. So she lived on this road right here, mm-hmm. and it's right there. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a bunch of dead people there. Um, hey, she could be one of them. She could have been. Chelsea, let me know. <laughs> hey, Chelsea. Uh, so there's one suspect that was con- was a convicted murderer, Edward Howard Bell, or Edward Harold Bell, uh, who was 72 years old in November of uh, 2011. Bell claimed in a 1998 letter to police that he had murdered 11 girls in Galveston County. Although he was a longtime suspect, prosecutors said that they did not have enough evidence to prosecute him on pretty much any of the murders. Um William Lewis Reese, a 58-year-old Texas man, has been named a suspect in four of the murders and charged with three of them. He has been charged in the murders of Tiffany Johnston, age 19, Jessica Kane, age 17, and Laura Smither, age 12. Uh, it was suspected, but not charged. He was suspected, but not charged in the death of Kelly Cox, age 20. He is serving a 60-year sentence for kidnapping when he led police to the remains of Kane and Cox in 2015. Um, in April of 2012, 16 years after Crystal Jean Baker's uh, beaten, raped, and strangled body was found, Kevin Ed- Edison Smith was arrested and convicted of murdering her. 
In 2009, Smith had been arrested on a drug charge in Louisiana. About that same time, a detective tested Baker's dress for DNA. A match was confirmed using advanced DNA technology that was not available at the time of Crystal's disappearance. Uh, and then a jury deliberated for about 30 minutes and found Smith guilty. He was sentenced to life in prison. So we have, what, three people that are suspect suspected of killing... Of doing a murder. Of doing a murder. We have a suspect that killed one person, a suspect that killed potentially four or five people, uh, and then one that claims to have killed 11, but that's still only like 20 people. So what happened to the other 10 plus girls that they, girls, they said mostly girls. So there was girls. other, other bodies that were there that were murdered. Um, hey. Yeah. So. Anywhere near Crosby. What? I said I would not go anywhere near Crosby. Why? Is Crosby scary? Uh, it's really hicky. Isn't Crosby up north? There's another Crosby. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, so that is the um, uh, killing fields. But they also call it the killing fields sometimes, and they also describe it as the highway to hell. Because police describe the area as the highway highway to hell because of the unusually high number of traffic accidents that occur there. There's not really any explanations to why there's a lot of traffic accidents happen there, but it's a stretch. Like right, and I've always heard that by like right by 646 was always more accident prone. And I'm like, why? <laughs> what, what's the point there? And they're they, they don't know. They, so they call it the highway to hell. So that's the urban legend part. The rest of it is uh, scary truths. Scary truths. Um, so yeah, I gave us some urban legends from here around Houston. Uh, there were a couple things that I also saw, but once again, they were, uh, I couldn't find much information on them. Like, for example, the Spaghetti Western, or Spaghetti Western, Spaghetti Warehouse being haunted. Uh, they also claimed there are dancing people on top of the rice lofts in downtown. Um, rice lofts downtown? Rice lofts. It's a tall building downtown. Hmm. And You know that abandoned one downtown that it's got like toe flop and rowdy all over it? Like right on 45? Yeah. Yeah. We saw people on top of it yesterday. Did you? Yeah. That's crazy. What were they doing? Did they jump? No. Oh. I think they were just like... Were they surveying. dancing on the rooftop? <gasps> Maybe it's the people who are dancing on the rooftop. I think so. That's they weren't what it dancing, is. but... You saw ghosts. Oh. Oh. I don't think it's a rice lot. Do you think I could ask them to come to our house? Hey! <laughs> Thomas didn't want that. <laughs> Hi, Soupy! <laughs> he doesn't know. <laughs> you know what he does know about that? What? Economy Economy as soon as I pull it up, I'll tell you all about it. Oh, my like, gosh. It works as a freelance talent network that helps you do more with less. Uh -huh. Are you a business, business professional looking to do some marketing? You need some in-house accounting? You need somebody job to descriptions. write a job description? Manage uh, your social media platforms? You did that, too. Mm -hmm. um, they can do anything. Any help you need. Check out Economy talent Network. They have an extensive talent network of freelance professionals ready to help you do more with less. Economy Works. When we work, the, the economy, economy works. works. Find out more at economyworks.com. That's E C O N O M I W O R K S dot com. Economy Works. Yum. Stupid. That's our show. That that's our show. We did it. Rat that 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 that. Of course, we always have to talk about our our sisters. Our sisters. Over there are the, sisters. That over at the Let's, Let's talk, talk About, about gay, gay Stuff. stuff. Wait, um, we can do that. Do it again. Let's talk about gay stuff. With Thomas, Tony, and Kendall uh, talking about this week in LGBTQ history. Mm -hmm. They'll tell you about, you know, what Give happened. Give us some history. 
Honestly, if you're looking for uh, Mariah Carey's birthday, they'll let you know every year. Every year, they say every it's Mariah Carey's year. birthday. Mm-hmm. She's apparently a gay icon. Yeah, let's do Celine it. Celine Dion mm-hmm. every year. Mm-hmm. Um, but also more important things like our history, like the upstairs lounge, like uh, Pride or yeah, Pride, Pride. or the Pulse. rainbow flag, mm-hmm. teaching us about the rainbow flag and mm-hmm. where that comes from, and that there was actually seven colors on the rainbow flag to begin Hot with. Pink. Yeah. Uh, even some more obscure things, mm-hmm. um, like uh, what did they talk about this week? They talked about George Bush being nominated mm-hmm. for president. Yeah, and nine uh, eleven. We talked about nine eleven too, and that right. was something that I didn't uh, uh, didn't understand was related to gay history. And there there's they gay history there. In. Yeah, gays are everywhere. There's gays everywhere. Yeah, gays are listening. Hey, they're the watcher. They're the watcher. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Period. So check them out at letstalkaboutgaystuff.com. Let's talk about gay stuff on Instagram and Facebook, on Twitter at talkgaystuff, or drop them a line at uh, letstalkaboutgaystuff at gmail.com. Why the fuck do you say it if you don't like saying it? Because it's stupid. Oh my um, God. Of course, we always love it if you check us out, too. You're already here. Yeah, you, you don't have a choice. You're here already. Mm-hmm. And it's our spoopy podcast at ourspoopypodcast.com. Our spoopy podcast on Instagram. Our spoopy on Twitter. And our spoop on Facebook. You could Send write us an, us an email. email at <laughs> ourspoopypodcast at gmail.com. Write us an email. Made it sound so harsh. It's true. Might as well just put a U in it, just for fun. <laughs> a... Oh no. U- no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It's canceled. C P O C P P Y. Oh Lord. Okay. Well, I think we're done here. No? Do you uh, have something else to say? I just wanted to ramble on for another fifteen minutes. Okay. What do you want to talk about? Um you know I was gonna tell you about something earlier. Oh, oh I was gonna tell you about uh there was this time where there was a diving bell accident. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, a diving bell, right? Like the bottom is open. No. So it's like a submarine, except you could see the water. Okay. And then they just like put you down. Yeah. So the air pressure is like nine atmospheres of, of pressure. It's all a lot. in these things. Mm-hmm. And so the diving bell is connected to like this, this little laboratory. So what you have. Where to, did this happen? Um, I don't know. But some of them were Norwegian, so I imagine. Somewhere in Europe. (laughs) Um, So you're supposed to close the door to the diving bell. Have that one completely sealed before you open the other door. Mm -hmm. But they didn't do it. So they blew up. They blew the diving bell off and a man was projected through a a, a valve, a little hole Mm -hmm. that was two feet wide. But he didn't make it through. All of his organs just went like, wow. Yeah. Yikes. (laughs) That's our spoopy podcast. Welcome. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Yay. Woo. What a to, uh, get spoopy, spoopy with it. it?